0: Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes. So let me tell you what it is it's fitness coaching and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're gonna help you get your mind right with our special guest. Well, hello there, Overcomer Nation. I am Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we're the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. I am super excited because today we get to do this live in person, so this is really cool. Normally, I'm introducing somebody and then we bring them on, but you're on camera right now, Jeff, so let's talk about it. Jeff is an extraordinary coach. He is now the owner of Fitness Quest 10, which for those of you who don't know, that is also the gym that Todd Durkin started. And I can't wait for you to uh, share your meteoric journey with uh, Todd because uh, there's so much to talk about with Jeff, and I identify with his story in a very personal way because he's overcome some of the same adversities that I had to overcome to get to where I'm at mm-hmm. today, and so I can't wait to just I have know. him share a story. Yeah. So, Cindy, what do you think? we we'll get right
1: into it? I think we're going to get right into it. I would love for you to tell us what has been your biggest adversity you've had to overcome to get to where you are today. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to these two and to Todd, who we just uh, you know mentioned because... It's people like Todd and Travis and Cindy here that have been the biggest inspirations in my life. You know, I already am getting goosebumps uh, saying that because, you know, um, I can remember 10 years ago when I was a brand new employee here at Fitness Quest 10 and I, it was a, a mentorship event or something. And and mm-hmm. I remember hearing about your story personally and it hit me it hit so close to home and we'll talk about that today but um yeah uh a lot of people do know my story that are part of our fitness quest 10 community for but for all of you overcomers out there uh i just love the name of that podcast because uh you know i i battled major drug addiction through my 20s and um you know i was somebody who had it all i was like giving life on a silver platter um not that i didn't work hard to to get, to get to college. And uh, I was a, a college, a division one wrestler. And so, you know, there was a lot of hard work in, in school and sports and stuff. And I had, I had all the family and, and all of that stuff growing up. It wasn't like, you know, bad neighborhood, divorced parents or anything like that. I, I grew up in a good neighborhood went to good schools had great parents, great family, everything. But my lifestyle in high school and college led me to have a nasty, nasty battle with, with drugs through my twenties. just about killed me and just drug my parents and my family and, and all the people I love through incredible, you know, pain and suffering and depression and all that stuff that, that addiction does to families. You Um, know, I feel
0: like we don't go through anything significant unless it's to be a benefit to other people. So one key benefit, when you say your lifestyle in high school, mm -hmm. what was that lifestyle in high school that led to those problems in your twenties? Yeah,
1: um, totally. It was the kind of, uh, you know, that, cliche thing of like the gateway stuff or whatever you know that you know to be and to be honest a lot of my friends were able to in high school you know drink beer and then smoke weed and maybe try some party drugs like coke or pills or whatever and do that maybe for a little bit here or there in high school and college and then move on with their life and have careers and families etc and there's Certain people, myself being one of those that, you know, it can't, whether it's a genetic predisposition or just, you know, the, the use of certain substances over time where it kind of rewires your brain and my personality and everything. I think it just, I'm an addict
0: yeah, through and
1: through. And I've kind of, thank God, I finally at some point accepted that and realized that for me to be able to live the life that I want to live and have a family and and hopes and dreams and career and everything like that is that I just got to be sober yeah. and being sober has been the biggest blessing in my life. You know, like um, all of this that I have today is a direct result of my sobriety. Wow. And I know that like, sometimes it gets harder now, like, you know, I'm, I'm t- you know, nine years plus past my, you know, I'm, I'm over nine years sober now. And the farther I get away from those days of depths and despair and stuff, it's hard to kind of go back. To those days and remember really like how hopeless and scared you know mm. depressed and you know just <clears throat> the, the worst days that my addiction brought on me and my family and my my my, feet, my wife who you know i, I, I dated during some time when i was still in, the, in my disease and um you dated
0: her during your disease and it, she's with you today yes sounds like a woman i know <laughs> um. <laughs> uh thank you for highlighting though that addiction is a disease and the only cure for that is abstinence right you know we can't just mess around with it so thanks for highlighting that what was the the rock bottom of rock bottoms in your addiction
1: it's hard to say because honestly like that last time i went to treatment my last time i went to rehab And I ended up staying sober from that point, February 10th, 2013 is my sobriety date. And I left Fitness Quest 10 and gave all my hugs to my teammates here because I had had a relapse and nobody around here knew. But just prior to that, wasn't my like lowest low. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd had many times in my 20s where, you know, uh, overdose and go and trips, you know, long trips to jail and, you know, other things that were more, I guess, rock bottom mm-hmm. hit me and it wasn't enough you know you know that you know mm-hmm. you can't get scared sober you know like I, mm-hmm. I had nights where I over I had a night where I overdosed got out of the hospital and went right back to the, the house I was at and yeah started using again yeah. I had to have paramedics mm-hmm. yeah. revive me right yeah so in when you're in your your disease when you're in active addiction you're not going to say like okay well if I don't stop using I could die or if I don't stop using I can lose my Family. If I don't stop losing, they're going to take using. They're going to take my kids away from me. Yeah. That's not when you're controlled by yeah.
0: nothing drugs more and alcohol.
1: There's nothing but, more important. Yeah. That's a terrible thing about you know addicts and alcoholics. There's a ton of amazing, great people out there that you know kind of get labeled by their families and, and society and stuff. And I understand why that they're 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 they're, they're shitty people. Excuse my French, or they're bad parents, or they're they don't care about their kids or they don't care about their family, but it's like, it's not really the yeah. truth. The truth of the matter is they're just, they don't have control over the, they've lost control. Yeah. yeah. And so they just over.
0: have this uh, irresistible urge for something that's just destroying their lives, you know, and, and they can't resist it or they would resist it and they would put other things first. Um, And then it's, it's a period of time. There's abstinence. It yeah. helps you do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, now I'm remembering that it was after you started at Fitness Quest 10 that you had your last relapse. Yeah. You know, you're talking about giving some hugs. and You know, sometimes that's a, a very uh, – Oh, it's a rock bottom type of thing, you know. Like, I remember, I remember joining Todd Durkin's P10 group, and I'm like, Well, I'm gonna have to tell him eventually that I you know I'm <laughs> in prison because it's feeling and like I'm gonna share my full resume. Right. At some point. <laughs> oh my God, are they gonna kick me out, you know? And what was that like for you to relapse while you're here? You get a taste of this environment, this culture, these yeah. people that you want to be part of, and then you relapse. And mm-hmm. uh, when you were giving those hugs goodbye, did you mm-hmm. think that you were gonna have a a, a way back to, to, to come. Yeah. You here. know, I
1: think that what, I was 29 years old when I went to rehab the last time and, and I had been working at fitness quest 10 for about a year. And, you know um, you talk about people or, or, or things coming into your life, you know, right when you need it or when you need it the most. And I've been battling drugs and alcohol, mainly drugs through all my twenties. And, and I, I met my, my wife, she was a, a friend of my sister and she was a big integral part of getting me sober and um that was the reason i moved to scripps ranch Mm -hmm. like i moved to this community here having no idea about fitness quest 10 or todd durkin or anything like that i moved here because she lived here and so she said hey if we're going to make this work you want to get your life back on track you got to move out of your old town and neighborhood etc people places yeah goodbye yeah but still you know that's not always that's not enough people can relocate they don't have the the support system or the community or a different lifestyle so I moved down here to Scripps Ranch. I answered a Craigslist job. Mm-hmm. I saw a Fitness Quest Ten Director First Impression on Craigslist. Came in here and I and I got hired and this 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 place in this community. And Todd uh, had an immediate impact on me, and it was like that first time in my adult life up to that point in my twenties where I said, "Hey, wow! Like this place is amazing. I could yeah. see myself doing this. This is this could be my career." And so that's what inspired me. But um, I did have that that relapse. And I had one year of sobriety, you know, one year of work, working here at Fitness Quest 10. And I, and I relapsed. My wife had gone back East to uh, Columbia for a master's program. And um, when she left, I, I had a little bit of a you know squirrely time there. And then and I relapsed. And, and that last time it was like, I had a taste of a good mm-hmm. job and community and mm-hmm. career and future. And I had this really great woman in my life. My family was kind of coming out of this, you know, being they were in prison by my disease for my my whole 20s. So they were starting to see this hope and like, oh my gosh, Jeff's doing good. And he's working at this awesome gym and he's got these great people and and mentors in his life. And I almost, you know, lost it all again. That Mm -hmm. last time I remember sitting down here with Todd and we're sitting right here on this desk, yeah, facing each other right here. And he's just going like, Jeff, like, we love you. We support you. My wife had gone to him and told him that I relapsed and and stuff. And and that I was using again. And I said, don't worry about your job. Don't worry about, you know, this job and this, and, and we'll all be here for you, but you need to go get yourself right. And so that, that was the last time I went to treatment. That was February 10th of uh, 2013. And I went to rehab and I remember sitting in rehab and I was 29 years old. And I was just like, man, like I'm, a, I'm about to be 30 years old. I've been destroying my life for the last 10 years. Like I, and I remember studying for my personal training certification while I was in rehab that time. And, and I got out and thank God, because you can't control that. Like people ask me, what was it? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm yeah. so grateful that, that was the 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 turning point you know because a lot of people as you guys know they don't yeah, they don't get out of it yeah and and they don't get that you know so
0: well cindy has a a a belief and a core value that's love conquers uh love conquers all and and, you know she talks about loving me through it and, and you know loving other key people in our life you know through things and uh I will say that about Todd. Uh, Todd's an awesome human being. Uh, I remember when I was writing journey fitness and I wanted him to just read to page 11 to see if I was still going to be able to stay in the P10 group. Like that was my way of revealing it. So I was writing the book that revealed my addiction and incarceration. And honestly, I went to bed that night thinking, am I still going to be allowed in this group? Cause these are some really great people. It makes me emotional to think about us. Like there's some really great people in know. Um, Maybe they're going to feel like I don't, uh, I shouldn't be in this group. Maybe I'm like a, a, a stain to them or something, you know? And mm-hmm. um, and he came down the next morning and gave me a hug, and it felt like he had more respect for me than he ever had before. And uh, you just can't be enough upset about having the right people in your life because, like, this culture, this community with Julie and everybody that you had at Fitness Quest 10... Yeah that may have been a, a bigger rock bottom than sitting in a jail cell because you know prior to that maybe you don't really have that taste of what it could be like right outside of your addiction but then you knew, yeah and so then you you studied for your, your trainer certification so <laughs> you go to rehab you come back and then you're like wow you know okay here i am uh now i'm gonna try to move from director first impressions mm-hmm. as a front desk job and uh what'd you tell them you said you know i'd like to try to do some training too or, yeah happened, you, know, you know so
1: um ever since I got the job here at at the front desk, I, because I have my athletic background and, and, you know, being a a college athlete and stuff, I knew that like fitness and training was something I loved. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite my addiction through my twenties, I remember those days of of being real active and fit and and being in the weight room and stuff like that. And so um, becoming a trainer was my goal. When I, from when I started here, I was still battling though, you know, I still had, you know, battling, still trying to get out of my addiction. So, I got out of rehab and, and I got my training certification. It was like, all right, I'm gonna do whatever I can and become an intern. I kind of like I was working at the front desk, but I was also helping out with all the. I was Janet. Where Janet's right behind us out here training. Uh, Janet had a had a beer uh, a boot camp for years here um, that was started by Anna render, You know, mm, um, yeah. And it's called Misfit Boot Camp, and I was like her intern for that, and I helped her and learned a lot from her and. So I've learned a lot from my teammates here at Fitness Quest 10, you know, Todd and and Janet and Jeff King and, you know, Ryan Rogers, all these people that have been here for for so many years. And so I have just an amazing uh, group of colleagues here that have taught me so much. And so uh, I started learning about, got, got my certification and, you know, being at the front desk, I'm a guy that like, I love people. <laughs> that's, yeah, like, that's like, you know, I think being, being a trainer, you got to like, kind of yeah. love people. Cause people, <laughs> I don't like being around people. I don't recommend getting into training. You. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But if you love, love people and so I, at the front desk I, as a director first impression, I love that job because I connected with everybody who came sure. in the door, you know? And so as I got, became, got my training certification and started training, um, it was kind of like I hit the ground running, you know, yeah. and, and, um, and I was eager for growth. And I did have this, you know, people always look back and say, Hey, would you take those years back? Or, you know, oh, of course I have regrets and there's regrets about, yeah. you know, the damage I did to my, my family during that time. Um, There's regrets about, you know, shortcomings that I felt like I could have, or should have done in my like athletic career or even my, you know, mm-hmm. academic career. And, um, but you know, that, time period becoming a trainer at age 30 that was really when I started like my my career Mm -hmm. because you know drugs were my 20s 29 I got sober 30 I started training people as a trainer here at Fitness Quest 10 and the experience that I had of going through that addiction and the gratitude that I had for being sober and having this like light and this opportunity ahead of me, and combine that with this kind of feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I'm 30 years old. All my my friends and my teammates from college and these guys, they've all started families and have careers, and they're, you know, lawyers and veterinarians. Like, you no, know, yeah. all my, my 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 friends from from college and growing up, they were 10 years ahead of me. I felt like, yeah. so I was like, all right, I need to get to work. right, right. right <laughs> so right. that's what I did. I kind of worked yeah. like some pretty insane, uh, I kind of got it. That was where I I substituted all that other, you know, stuff with just working and exercise and being immersing myself in this community. And so. And you found your sweet spot.
0: I mean, you know, I know that you're a humble guy, but I mean, Todd describes you as uh, probably one of the busiest trainers uh, in a short period of time. Like before you knew it, you know, your dance card was full, right? I mean, everybody wanted to train with you. Um, And now, you know, as an owner Mm -hmm. and as the leader of this location, Mm -hmm. you know, what qualities do you look for in a trainer that were some of the same qualities that you had that allowed you to, Fill that up, I mean, one of course, you gotta like people, yeah, right? you know, I mean? absolutely. You're a people person, you know, yeah, you know yeah. and I've always connected on exactly. that. We got a good energy there, um, yeah, you know, what else? What else allowed you to have this, uh, from front desk mm-hmm. to trainer to manager to mm-hmm. owner? You know, I mean, there's two different things happening there, but yeah. still, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it started with being able to really uh, provide the service that exists in the fitness industry that's yeah. about
1: training. So, you know, what do you look for? Here? Absolutely, so, you know, I think that, um whenever I see like, uh, somebody come through that might have that same type of what we like to call fitness quest 10 DNA. That's, you know, somebody where we're very lucky to have an amazing internship program here ran by Ryan Rogers. Uh, one of, uh, one of the guys on our leadership team, shout out to Ryan Rogers. He oversees our internship program and it's a great opportunity for, uh, you know, people that are going through their exercise science program through college or want to become a trainer. They come in here and, um, you know if I see a trainer that has that you know energy and, and desire to connect mm-hmm. with people right mm-hmm. you got you, you want to connect with people whether it's your teammates or your, your clients or or whoever and so when I see that in in somebody and then you couple that with you know being able to we during our internship program we get to spend a couple months with them as they are here kind of you know as a as an intern or an employee and get to see that work ethic because mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter yeah. if it's training or or any industry banking or you know an an attorney or whatever it is if you want to get ahead or or progress and move forward in your craft you got to have that work ethic yeah and that's like the foundation you know and and work ethic comes with you know attitude and and um you know your teamwork and your you know ability to work with your teammates and stuff like that and so I think it's like the uh your energy and your work ethic are the two biggest things energy and
0: work ethic that's Mm -hmm. really good I think that you epitomize, like when people say, you know, there's a diamond in the rough, right? I mean, because, you know, you come in and you're, you're still in your addiction, right? Yeah. Uh, but Todd recognized something. Todd is a, a person that can see a diamond in the rough because yeah. he said, well, wow, this guy's got so much talent and such a strong work ethic. What, what was the spark for you to have conversations about management with Todd? I mean, I remember my first job in fitness after coming home from incarceration I knew that this one manager that was there, I'm like, oh, well, that manager's just not going to work out. Maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring, you know, because oh. it was never there. But, um, like, what was it that was inspiring you to say, hey, Todd, if there's ever a – or did he have the conversation? Who initiated that It was that kind of um,
1: – it was him that brought it up with me initially. And I think, you know, like sometimes, you know, the the universe is mm-hmm. aligning things together at the right time and stuff like that. And, and you know, I, I kind of was so focused on just – putting my nose at the grindstone and working and connecting and and training as many people as possible and, and working with as many people as possible during those initial years as a trainer here, I did that for a while. And I think there was a time where Todd was, you know, thinking about his next chapter. And I also was thinking, okay, like what is my next,
0: right. What is the next, what
1: now I've kind of like reached my capacity for growth. I was really, I was training, I was training, Seven days a week, mm-hmm. I trained wow. seven days a week, and you know I was working five a.m. to eight p.m. and filling that up as much as I could. So I was kind of work like, ethic, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a little, I don't recommend that to be honest, like, but, <laughs> that's a work ethic. Yeah, you know, it was good though, you know. Like, and and I was wanting to, you know, I felt like I had this desire to. Catch up on lost time and really, you know, get ahead. Um, you know, with my myself and my family and stuff like that. And so, um, I think Todd was watching that happen, and 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 also my, um, you know, ability and desire to connect with my teammates and, and be kind of like that guy that that's uh, you know in the trenches working with the team and stuff. And I had a pretty unique situation. I am very grateful for my path here in the industry, in the fitness industry, and at Fitness Quest Ten specifically where I did come in as a director of first impression and work the front desk for two years. Mm-hmm. And then I became a trainer and was a trainer for four years. Like because those two combined experiences. Yeah. It, it's like if you just start out from college right into training, mm-hmm. you don't get to see the the you know business aspect of things and the the sales and the marketing and the administration and and mm-hmm. that aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I got that as a director of first impression work in the front desk. And then I became a trainer and so got that training experience. So it's like the combined two gives you that good foundation to be able to now step into like, okay, management now, yeah. you know, now yeah. you can see how, how to marry the two. Like I, I've been a trainer, I've been a director of first impression you know, so the those are the kind of like yeah, sure. Um, role the roles that we have on our team here. It's either like you're a trainer, a massage therapist, or a Pilates instructor. Yeah. Where you're working with by appointment based. You know, mm-hmm. that's I, I understand the aspects yeah. of that type of a job, and I've also worked the front desk, so I understand that. So now I I manage our director of first impressions, and I've been there, and I understand the, the job, and I understand the the job from um, you know. Working with as a trainer or a massage therapist or a Pilates instructor. So yeah, um, you know,
0: I, I'm reminded of the yeah. episode that we recently did with Joe Senna, the uh, founder of Spartan. Yeah, he said that he he had this job as a a guy with a pool business, and it was for a mob guy, but he gave him some good lessons. And, <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, it was mob, kind of, yeah, yeah. But he said, uh, <laughs> don't mess that
1: pool up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he,
0: he said be early. He said, you know, I hired you to do the pool, but straighten up the lawn furniture, do the windows, and don't ever have your hand out to get paid and so uh, your story reminds me of that because you did more than what was expected working mm-hmm. seven days a week and you know you were wondering what was coming but you don't have to ask for what's next if you do more than what's expected you have a strong work ethic because what's next is Todd's like, oh, I think I want this guy's my manager he's here seven days a week on <laughs> right. fire you know right you know absolutely and then Todd starts thinking about his evolution and and you know how what will happen with fitness quest 10 and i'm sure that there was probably that was probably the same way that the conversations initiated for ownership absolutely i
1: remember having that first conversation with him and and it was kind of like hey jeff would you want to consider looking you know moving into a management role here and i was like absolutely i want to grow like i want to grow and um and uh i was very lucky to you know, I've worked around great people through my whole career uh, here at Fitness Quest Ten. Whether it's my colleagues, all my my trainers that are my my teammates, I've learned so much from them. And then Todd and Julie, Julie Wilcox, the manager, general manager here at Fitness Quest Ten for 14 years. You know, she was a manager at Northstrom prior to that, so you know, big emphasis on customer mm-hmm. service and stuff like that. So I learned a lot of, Jewels. lot of, yeah, and, yeah, her. Mama Jules, mm-hmm. yeah, learned a lot from her. And so, um, yeah. Uh, I was definitely excited about the opportunity for growth and talking to Todd about the future of Fitness Quest 10 and, and how we can align those two things. And, and and I wanted to be part of this community. This community means a lot to me. Yeah. You know, like I understand why this place means a lot to Todd because it's his baby. Right. Yeah. He started it from scratch as a one man show and built it up mm-hmm. to what it is today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's when you, you have so much emotional connection to something yeah. like that. Like you guys know sure. it's oh, yeah. your baby <laughs> journey, yeah. right? Your yeah. baby yeah. journey that you guys are growing. Mm-hmm. And and so um I knew it was I could see just in talks with him. I'm like, you know, this this place me, you know, how much it means to him, but you know, thankfully, I think, you know, I think he saw that how much this place means to me as well, because yeah. it was more than just my like first training job. Right,
0: right. It was yeah. a
1: place that saved my life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, this place saved my life. That's so cool. Yeah. And you know, I got to I got to compliment you uh, that we're having the fitness. We're in the fitness quest 10. We're in the roots as Todd calls it, but we're in the 2.0 version now. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first came here, you know, I was like, I felt like I was on a Mecca journey. You know, I went to <laughs> Muscle Beach when I was a kid it was yeah. a Mecca journey. I'm like, oh, Todd, you know, he's a great mentor. This is a Mecca journey. However, what I, uh, when I saw it, I was like, I could just see so much of how Todd started in this little small space and then grew to a downstairs space. And, and, you know, you could see all the training, but since you've yeah. taken it over, you can really see the business of Fitness Quest 10, you know, you've come in here and you've given it a facelift mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're a great business person, you're a great coach, great manager, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. some people say hello yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out there, you know? yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. This is an important question. I like to ask every person that we have on the show. Yeah you've overcome a lot. You've overcome a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I just have you're my spirit animal. <laughs> you know, there's so many things, your work ethic, everything that uh, I just connect with. Um, what do you think it takes to be an overcomer, uh, you know, for our audience? You know, like what are the tools, the strategies, the mantras, the resources, the anything that you've used in your life to go from addicted, incarcerated, rehabs, you know, all this stuff, you know, I'm sure that you're now wife was probably ready to give up at times, you know, family's ready to give up, you know, Um, share with our audience, if you will, not only what you've done, but maybe if they have somebody in their life that's struggling that hopefully they'll share this episode with um,
1: just what you think it takes to really get there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, it's, and I bet you can understand from this, this kind of experience too, like, you know, people give you a lot of, a lot of um, kudos for, turning your life around, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, from like, like you have, and I I want to tell you, Travis, like, I, I remember reading your book when I was, I think I maybe might've been in rehab or right. It was right around that time, but I remember how much of an impact it had on me, just the inspiration of like, wow, this guy did 10 years incarcerated. And now he, he got out and, and started working on a gym and then opened up his own gym. And, and I remember that inspiration from, from hearing your guys' story and, and you sticking with him. I just related so much between me and my wife, Sam. Going through, yeah, you, thank you guys you, have sir. always I'm so
0: honored to be a, a small part of your journey. hard hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And so the things that helped me the most. Number one were was having a community of people mm-hmm. that that supported me and and wanted like this fitness quest ten community. um They that's what we do here. We support each other and lift each other up and help each other get better. And mm-hmm. and the staff here and and the, and the clients and the members and so the community was the biggest thing. And so a community a community can be a, m- a million different things. Yeah, for yeah. people out there mm-hmm. and, and and mine for me it was fitness quest ten a very unique community yeah. I think here because. Um, you know, we've been around and we have a a long time culture and community here and stuff, but, you know, um, AA was big for me in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, like going to AA meetings and having that community of people that were sober and trying to help other people get sober. And I was so resistant to that for for so long, like didn't want to like be in AA for the rest of my life or be sober for the rest. I mean, this was in my early Mm twenties. I was so You know, and so um, whether it's, it's AA or it's church or it's a gym or it's a, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever kind of group of people that you can surround yourself with Mm -hmm. that are gonna, that want the best for you. Yeah. You know, that, that aren't drinking and using with you or, you know, I mean, even though they could be good people, they might, they're still drinking and using and and that's making you drink and use (laughs) and that they're not the right people to for you to be around. Right. now you know. Um, and so I've heard Todd to,
0: say in his presentations, he said, Whoever does not increase you will eventually decrease you. So, you know, when you're looking for the level up in your life, you know, you want to be on a clean journey, get around some people that are gonna help absolutely. you with that,
1: you know. Right? It's like you know, and it's a different like that's why you're in the mastermind, right? right sure, you know, that's yeah. a, it's just a different type of community, but that's what you're doing. You're trying yeah. to get around them to level up. So for me, getting sober having this community was a big part of it. And that's yeah. why I immersed myself into it because it, it was a big part of having mentors or, or people that are, you know, like they don't have to be like directly talking to you every day. It could be people like Travis. Like I don't talk to him all the time, but yeah. I know that like I follow him and I, I have read his book and I know his story. So he's like a mentor and an inspiration and in these guys in their, their story with journey fitness. And so it's like having those mentors or those, or those, those people that are your, um, coach get in a, a personal trainer. You know, mm-hmm. that's why. I, like, I, I work with a lot of uh, clients, and like, I I tend to have a lot of people because of my story, my experience, that maybe they're going through some, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And people come to me kind of for that, and mm-hmm. so that's like kind of something that keeps me going. Yeah. Um. So getting getting a coach or a, a therapist or, or whatever, give it a I, way to keep it. Give it a way to keep that's it. Right. Yeah. 100. Right. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Really good. Um. So yeah, having a having a coach or mentor or therapist somebody in your life and in your community around you that, you know, wants the best for you and will support you and stuff like that. Um, those are the biggest things I think for me,
0: your network so important, so important. I'm so honored to be part of your network. Uh, you know, we, you know, you reach out to me anytime, you know, <laughs> we, we want to have more and more connection. Um, well, there's a lot of people that have been inspired by your story. Maybe they want to visit Fitness Quest 10. Please. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, let's right go. here, San Diego. Uh, yeah. what's, <laughs> a, what's the best way to, you know, one, follow you yeah. and then
1: connect with Fitness Quest 10? Yeah, that kind of thing. absolutely. Uh, first of all, I guess, you know, Instagram is the the easiest that everybody's on it these days. So we got Bristol Fit is my Instagram at Bristol Fit. And then our Instagram for Fitness Quest 10 is at uh, Fitness Quest 10. Uh, we're here in Script Ranch in San Diego, California. And, that's you know, a great place to vacation. You can vacation and come over to Fitness Quest 10 for a couple of workouts. And I'd love yeah, to meet yeah. you in person. Anybody, I, you know, I'm so one thing I love about this place so much is you just never know who's going to pop in the door, you know, right uh, here at Fitness yeah. Quest 10. Like, I mean, how about this from addicted and incarcerated? You've trained,
0: well, you've probably been oh, part of Drew Brees' training sessions, yeah. Mike Chandler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so yeah. many
1: different people.
0: Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, you don't yeah. know who.
1: This is where the pros come to train, right? This yeah, is absolutely. this is it. Yeah, everything from the pros to just people. Sure, there was a guy pros from Nashville Jones. that came in yesterday, and he'd like seen Todd on on Strong, and he was here visiting in San Diego, so he popped in and to visit us. And you know, so I love, you know, when people from out of town or whoever come in and, and visit us or connect with us through social media or whatever it is. And okay. So um, these two right here are a big part of my um, <laughs> my my inspiration for for you know, uh, for fitness and for sobriety and, and battling through adversities as a family. And I know like, you know, I'm a parent now that, 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 that like doubles everything right. down and you guys know that, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and so big motivation uh, yeah, like that. yeah, that's been a big, big part of my purpose and my why and stuff like that. So, so yeah, you know, um, your, your set, your challenges that you face, like for me was, was definitely addiction and it's mm-hmm. definitely become a big foundation for my strength. And, you know, it's given me a perspective Like, if I hadn't gone through those 10 years of, uh, really, you know, tough, tough, tough times that almost killed me and, and my parents and drained them, everybody financially, emotionally, everything. Now it's given me a different perspective on life. Yeah. You know, like I see the, the family that's going through stuff or the person that's battling something or, you know, just this perspective of gratitude and empathy. Like you can't, you can't learn that. Yeah. Like you can't read a book and become, you know, you can work on being more grateful and stuff like that, or more empathetic but really like life experiences teach you the most yeah and yeah. so those life experiences i i went through have taught me a lot and so i can kind of like you know i know that the guy down sitting on the on the street corner has a story yeah and you yeah. don't know what that could you know could have been a young kid that had life in front of him and, and life you know takes yeah. life as a is is a, a challenging thing sometimes and so you know um
0: for willing to persevere and overcome that pain can become the best part of who you are. You know, the there is an advantage in the adversity. There's strength in the struggle. And you have certainly found it, man. You have certainly found it. Thanks for being here. Yeah, home. baby. Love, so, yes, love, this <laughs> love this guy. Love this guy. You're awesome. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Guys.